rolling. Hello there, Zach hey. and Andy. Episode 95. 95, I think. And what I think is going to be our last episode of the year. It is. Well, we got Christmas, what's today? Monday the uh, 19th? Uh, I think so. So Christmas is Christmas Day is a wee, whatever, Sunday. All this to say. Yeah. Between the Christmas weekend and the New Year's weekend, I think both of us are going to be predisposed. So I think we're just going to go ahead and call this, just to be safe, last episode of the year. And uh, hopefully between one of us, we'll actually get it up by the end of the year. But um, here we are, coming in at just under 100 episodes. What we probably should have done for a little research, which I don't think we've ever done any research for, for a show, but our live stream from our last episode of the year last year is on Instagram, mm. obviously on your podcast app as well. But I was scrolling through Instagram and found that live stream and was scrolling through some of the highlights and it was kind of fun to see where we were at a year ago. It would have been nice just to see what we said our goals were going into. I remember one of my fitness goals. I imagine one of my business goals was to grow the business, which I did do. I couldn't tell you by what percentage or whatever. Mm-hmm. I can tell you that I, I did okay on my fitness goal. I didn't, I didn't do as well as I had hoped, but I did okay. Yeah. Um, so the theme here is going to be looking back and... Looking forward. Looking forward just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I believe it's the, uh, the god Janus from which we have January, which is the, I think, two or three-headed god with a face looking back, a face looking forward, and a face looking front face, Huh? if, if I got that right. It's news to me. Yeah. Well, sounds like it's somewhere in the ballpark. So that's, that's maybe what, what we will do with maybe an overarching theme of not letting comparison be the thief of joy. Mm-hmm. And that could be comparison with yourself. Yeah. You know, that's, that's something that I'm finding, you know, as the years stack up, you look at what you've done over some years and it's like, wow, that's, that's amazing and pretty cool to look back on. Um, and it's, you know, not always a bad thing to compare yourself to yourself. If, if you're going to compare yourself to anybody, that's, that's what you should do. But you should also recognize the context for where you are in life. Uh-huh. And take that same kind of attitude for goal setting um, in the future. So, all that to say, year in review. Andy, you've had a big year. Uh-huh. For some pretty obvious reasons. But what are the things that stick out for highlights? Hmm, highlights. Or however you want to the take it. Well, the obvious would be the birth of our daughter, um, <clears throat> which is still a weird sentence to say out loud. Mm. I feel like, I don't know, it's just a weird, I have a daughter. It's a weird thing to say out loud. I, like, anyway, she's adorable. She's very cute. Um, so that would be the, the major thing. Um, 
Then those, it was kind of a wild year. My, my, earlier in the year, my grandfather passed away, which was rough. And then, you know, our daughter was born. Um, business has continued to grow throughout the year and has been amazing. Um, we just lost our cat. So going into the holiday, we've had her for 14 years. So going into the holidays is a bittersweet experience because it's our daughter's first Christmas. It's the first one without our cat who felt like a child to us in a way that only people who have had pets understand. <clears throat> so yeah, it's, it's been an overall great year, uh, marked by a couple little things here and there. Probably if I were to go back and look and listen to last year's episode, I'd be like, I want to grow the business. I probably did not put a metric on it, mm-hmm. and it has grown. So check that box. Fitness-wise, this time last year, I was over 200 pounds on purpose. I had meant to to blow up to two, over 200 pounds. So my goal as of this time last year was to start cutting weight, and I did. Between December or January, and I think probably May, I don't remember, I lost at most... I went from 203 to like 181, so I lost like 22 pounds. Um, I have since gained, regained about 10 pounds, but we had a baby and shit, so whatever. Um, and it's the holidays, so I'm probably up a little bit. But yeah, fitness-wise, now I would have liked to have been down all the way down to like the, the low 170s, but I got down to like the low 180s, and that felt pretty good, and then quit tracking and, you know, whatever. Um, so yeah, fitness wise, I feel good. I feel strong. My shoulders are holding up despite the abuse. Mm-hmm. Um, and my workouts are pretty decent considering I'm not sleeping that great. So, you know, really can't complain. Yeah. What about you, bro? Well, as I think I told you, I'm literally scrolling my camera roll to kind of remind me of things. Um, you know, there was a lot. This year I felt like for me, felt like a bit of a roller coaster. It always feels like it's a little more up and down in the moment. I think looking back on it, it was a lot more ups than downs. But I would say, let's see, something that I don't talk about a lot publicly um, are my... uh, Personal relationships. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm currently a uh, a single bachelor, um, but I had that's right, ladies, that's ladies, ladies. <laughs> uh, they've been wondering. Subscribe, leave a five star review for ninety five then... episodes. People have been wondering. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Well, all that to say, um, I had uh, a really awesome relationship with um, an amazing girl for. Um, the first few months of the year that uh, kind of came up out of nowhere. It was a very kind of random uh, kind of chance meeting. And it was um, probably one of the more uh, healthy relationships, but also one in which I found out a lot about like myself and what I want and what I don't want out of a relationship. Hmm. So and that that's another kind of thing that I kind of heard somewhere is that uh, just because a relationship ends doesn't mean that it failed. Right. If that, if that makes sense. So I now kind of understand what that means. 
So it doesn't really have anything to do with weightlifting, but uh, that was definitely a big highlight from the very first part of my year. You know what's interesting about what you just said is on Friday, and I don't, we, you and I have spoken about this plenty of times, but, but not on this podcast, but on Friday was supposed to be Megan and I's like every, at this point, every three months, couples counseling or couples therapy session this past Friday. We got our wires crossed with our therapist and, kept, and she thought it was a different time than what we had. And, and so we ended up not seeing her for therapy. However, she was very excited to meet our daughter. So we mm. made the trip. She, her office is on West End and we live in East Nashville. We made the trip all the way over so that we could see our couple's therapist and she could meet our daughter for 10 minutes before her next session. And then we took summer with us to go to Edley's. We had a couple drinks, hung out, and then we went home for the evening. On the drive over to Edley's, though, I was like contemplating, like, what does success mean in couples therapy? Because I think everyone's like superficial initial thought would be like, like when Megan and I first started going to couples therapy, we were not in a good place. We were not in a good place for a long time going through couples therapy. And we were going like on a weekly basis or bi-weekly basis. It was a lot of work. To show up on Friday and have it like our daughter with us, a human being that we created between the two of us, as like it, it was like an interesting like culmination of all this work we've been putting in in our relationship and in ourselves. Megan's had her own personal therapist. I have my own. So like doing all the work mm-hmm. over all this time and to like go and like like have be like this is the end result. But <laughs> but all that is to say, I was like, I don't think that's necessarily the point of a couple's therapist. What if a couple's therapist works with a couple? And after doing all the work, everyone kind of realizes that maybe they aren't good together. That at the end of the day, they are good people. They're just not a good fit together. Mm. So I wouldn't call that a failure on the therapist's part. I don't know how you measure success in couples therapy is the point I'm trying to make. Right. Because it could be this journey of self-discovery is still a net positive, even if the relationship doesn't is incongruent at the end of the day. Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad that you said that because we were literally having this conversation on Friday. Yeah, yeah, that's wild. That's, yeah, something that I've, uh, I've, I've never considered because, yeah, you would think, obviously, the point of a couple's counselor is to keep the couple together. Right. But what if it's in everybody's best interest at the end of the day that, uh, that that's not the case? Well, then you have kind of uh, that could be like um, what would you call that? Uh, competing goals, uh, conflict of interest. Conflict, if you will. yeah. Well, you know, if you think about it in a very loosely related way, as far as like fitness is concerned, when people hire hire us, they want to achieve their goals, right? They mm-hmm. want they they're where they are. They have this image of where they want to be. You and I can only provide the tools for them to be successful, but they have to do the work. Right. Therapists, couples therapy is the same way. They can only just provide the tools 
to try to like help us on this journey of self-discovery, whatever, you know, exploration of the relationship or whatever, they can only provide the tools and the context to help that out. They can't guarantee like results. Right. So in a very loosely based similarity, fitness is the same way. At the end of the day, you have to put in the work. You have to show up and put in the work. Yep. So, hmm. I mean, you and I talk about this with our clients all the time. What does success in fitness look like? This actually ties into the comparison as the thief of joy. If success in your fitness is look like the cover model of the Muscle and Fitness magazine, we might, we might have some problems because that, that's an unrealistic metric or whatever to compare yourself to. Right. So we have this conversation all the time is success can look like a number of different things in fitness. It doesn't have to be shredded abs, bulging muscles, perfect tan. Yeah. Yeah, you know what, what's also funny is I mentioned I was flying home from Denver uh-huh. last night and I sat next to quite a character, this gal who was actually a professional sushi chef from mm-hmm. uh, Dallas, Texas. And we actually ended up talking the whole two, two and a half hour flight. Hmm. And one of the funny things that she brought up as we were talking about life and relationships and lifestyle and whatnot was, uh, you know, she's not from America. And so we were kind of talking about like just the pervasiveness of materialism in like American culture and Mm. how like, you know, isn't news to anybody, but just how like these, these grand goals are the things that we kind of stereotypically are like working for, like the big house, the fancy car, Mm. the big bank account, the shredded body, the thousand pounds on the bar, all this stuff. And so something that I was kind of like pinging off, like, like this whole conversation that we had kind of pinging off of each other was like, there's, there's a fundamental difference, but it could land you in the same spot or an even better spot. On the one hand, you've got really striving for, you know, what you consider like the dream goal. Mm-hmm. But what's equally, if not more important, is understanding what you don't want and not having that in your life. Hmm. So one of the things that she was talking about was just how much her parents kind of, uh, you know, tales all this time, all the things that they sacrifice to get mega rich. Hmm. And now all they do is complain about bills and about managing like a house that's too big mm. all and, and everything that goes along with that so she's like well i don't want that so not to say that i can't be rich <laughs> but don't don't bring all the baggage along if you can help it with mm. like the striving of what you're going for so yeah, that was, that was kind of an interesting thing for me to meditate on, is figure out the things that you don't want and just make sure that you don't get those things. 
avoid those things, however possible. You know, I'm, I'm going to roll. So that goes into like maybe leading a simple lifestyle. Well, I'm going to keep rolling thing. with this yeah. because, you know, so Megan and I have a house and a budget and a baby and, you know, bills. We, we have hospital bills that are coming in for the pregnancy and the birth and all that. So we talk about finances all the time. But now, but like on a weekly basis, like where we're at, what we're doing, what we're investing in, what we're spending, da 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 da. Um, what I always come back to is how much I appreciate um, that we live well below our means, because it gives us a lot more flexibility and breathing room for you know emergencies, or if we want to go on a vacation. It, you know, we're not having a budget for it for months or whatever. We can't just up and go wherever, whenever, but, you know, we can plan for it, and it's reasonable. Um, we have a little bit of play money to do fun things that we want to do. We can go out to eat if we can go, like, like, we live a lifestyle that's well below our financial means, and that makes me feel great. It's very, that's a very comfortable feeling. To tie this into fitness, and this might be a reach, the higher the target, fitness-wise, kind of like the giant, the big house, the multiple cars, the pool, whatever, whatever. Whatever that lofty fitness goal, the more you have to invest your time and energy and resources in order to get it and sustain it. So in other words, I've had visible abs before. It was also when I was the hungriest, I was the weakest, I, eat, I ate the least, like performance in the gym was okay, but like it costs a lot to get there and live there. And if you get there and live there, then it costs a lot to maintain it. Like we've had this conversation a number of times. So I'm not saying that it's not a worthwhile goal. The nice thing about fitness is that you can let it go. If you buy a $2 million home, you can sell it. It's a little harder than that, you know. Mm. So, so that's where these comparisons drop off. But the point is, I think having lofty goals is great in fitness and in life. But we all know that, you know, once you have the big house, then you gotta you gotta furnish it. And once you furnish it, you know, or you know, or if you get the multiple cars, you gotta in, insure all those cars and maintain all. So, like your bills start to stack up in a very loosely based fitness way to be as strong as possible, as lean as possible, visible abs, all that perform at a really high level costs a lot in time, resources, like energy, food, sleep, all the things. So I don't know where I'm exactly going with all that, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Just that there's um, not to get don't get brainwashed by like what's put in front of you. Well, they, would they also say that like money, something happiness? Mo money, mo problems. Right. More fitness, more problems. I think there's a like, well, I don't know. I mean, for the most part, I'll put it this way. There's a particular person that I follow on Instagram who is super fit and trains at Gym 5. Is it me? Yes. It's not me. No, it's not you. <laughs> no, you know who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
I think this person probably dedicates... It would not surprise me if this person dedicates like 10 hours a week to the gym. Minimum. Oh, yeah. Minimum. And, and, and that's fine. Especially because this person's persona and Instagram, whatever, is built around this image. But now we're talking about an additional investment. You do a lot more social media content than I do. I can't imagine what it would take. You have your following. This person has a substantially larger following. I don't know. You tell me. Do you think it like to that level, it's worth the time and effort and energy? Of investment, of like all that investment. Well, see, this is where the conversation has to stop. Mm. Because now you're asking me to compare. Okay, comparison. Right. We're not doing that. So, right? So, I don't know. For that particular person, that particular person might love it. Like, um, you know, we just, we just can't live in someone else's shoes. You know, right. You can't, you can't pass judgment. But like... It, it could also be a lot simpler and easier than we're assuming. Who knows? And then, you know, hey, playing off our Liver King episode, we don't know, like, what sort of drugs or other stuff are involved in that person's life. Or, or even so, just, like, you know, or, or whatever, because they have a substantial following, they might, they might make money from this, you know, so it might be easier. I don't, we don't know. There's a lot we don't know. Yeah. But I imagine once you create this behemoth, it's yeah. very hard to let it go. Yeah. Yeah. You, I mean, life is really about kind of choosing what problems you want to yeah. deal with. More followers, more problems. That's it. <laughs> hey, to, to some degree, that's, that's pretty true. So, yeah. Getting back to, again, looking forward, looking backwards. This is kind of another... Kind of, kind of pattern here that I think might be useful for people to adopt is think about what you want, also think about what you don't want. Hmm. And where does that Venn diagram like overlap, right? so to speak, or maybe where it doesn't overlap. But you know what I'm saying. Hmm. So I think, I think that, was, that was pretty cool to um, just to kind of to marinate on. Uh, and I mean, at the end of the day, it's like, you know, be grateful for the things you have. Hmm. Be grateful for the things that you do not have, hmm. right, in your life. That's, <laughs> that's, that's also, I think, a valuable thought experiment, you know? So, oh, for sure. Yeah, so where, where were we going with that? My year in review, talking about, what was I talking about? Oh, we're talking about we were year talking about review. relationships. That's right. You had you had a uh, a lady friend, and it it taught a lot about taught you a lot about yourself. Yeah. What you wanted, what you don't want in a relationship. Yeah. Thank you for wrapping that up for me. Mm-hmm. Um, just scrolling through my camera here, some fun things that happened. Uh, went on a lot of really cool trips this year. You did travel a lot this year. Yeah. Had some had some friends over. Um, in January for a week, um, had some more friends over in March where I got my first tattoo. Oh yeah. Um, did a, uh, Wim Hof intensive with Dave Whitley, uh, doing the whole cold exposure thing. Didn't you start the year with, uh, uh, Lift Palooza 
Or was that the end of last year? That was actually October of last year. Okay, never so mind. So technically, we haven't had one this year. Okay, never yeah. mind. Um, yeah, went to, just looking here, went to visit my sister and her fiancé in Johnson City, did some hiking, that was really fun. Did a lot of videos, you know, like I mentioned last year, like my big goal, like content wise was uh, YouTube. Mm -hmm. And I stayed pretty consistent with that. Put out a lot of good tutorials. Um, didn't quite hit my overall subscriber goal, but that's okay because the process goal, I was able to stay steady with. Mm. Um, yeah, so made a lot of great content. I would say training-wise, you know, this is like the first, you know, basically on February of this year or maybe March of this year would have marked the one-year anniversary from breaking my leg, mm. which is right around when I got back to like kind of full functionality. Mm -hmm. It took about a year. So... This year has been really good training-wise because I like finally got back up to full speed. Nice. Yeah. So I still have, um, I still have a little ways to go. I think in terms of like my strength levels, which as we've talked about is going to be one of my, you know, big points of focus for the year upcoming. But I think, like overall, like muscle mass, work capacity. Um, Overall strength, uh, I'm really happy with how my training went this whole, mm. this whole year. Yeah. Uh, did a lot of workshops, um, which is always fun. Scrolling my camera roll here. Yeah, went to Wilmington a couple times, went to the beach. Oh, um, yeah, we went to the beach. We went to Charleston with some friends back in, that must have been like May or June. I can't remember. I'll have to go back and look. Yeah. Little shout out to a uh, friend of the show, Sam Fister. He opened Rise Strength and Performance in Lebanon, which is just a couple towns over from Nashville. He's killing it out there. I just went out and trained with him a few weeks ago. Uh, he's doing great. Uh, really happy to see his success. Uh, Tracy Cook won USAPL Nationals in Las Vegas this summer. Nice. That was definitely a highlight. That was an amazing trip. Obviously, she knocked it out of the park. She's been having a great year. Uh, you and I went to Austin, Texas with our buddy no, Jesse right. Riley. That was so much fun, yeah. Back in June. That was a super fun trip. That was fun. Um, that was, yeah, June, okay, yeah. Uh, I spent my birthday in Asheville, hanging out with my buddy Matt. We did a big hike, a uh, little waterfall hike, which was so beautiful. That was a really, really, really great time. Uh, let's see, met a few new friends around town. Uh, went out to some comedy shows that were amazing. A uh, friend of the show, Brian from Motive, mm -hmm. came down. He was obviously on the podcast. We, uh, we hung out. We trained. We did the canoe trip down the river. 
that was probably my last little summer hurrah. It was fun. That was a really, really good time. Uh, yeah, man. But apart from that, what other highlights? My dad retired. Nice. Uh, yeah, so went home to celebrate him. I tell you, man, my dad, you know, probably like many of our dads, he is a workhorse, man. So any, any of my like 5.30 a.m. hustle, get out the door, get stuff done, I, uh, I definitely get from him. Hmm. Uh, went out to Minneapolis for a workshop. That was super duper fun. Went out to Boone for a bachelor trip, a little bachelor party. It was Damn. really fun going back to my old college town. Yeah. Um, now I just feel like I'm just rattling off fun things I've done that don't really have anything to do with. Yeah, everybody's like, man, this guy travels a lot. Comparison, Thief of Joy. <laughs> well. Especially you went to Denver this past weekend with Jesse Riley. I just and got I, back from Denver. And yeah. I had to miss that trip. Yeah. I'm bummed. Definitely had some FOMO when you were telling me all the fun things you guys did. Yeah. The trip to Austin earlier this year was great. Yeah, yeah it was super fun. If we could do a, a, a redo of that I every, think, every year, that'd I be I think sweet. something like that might be in the cards. Is it really? So, Should I be texting Jesse later to be like, hey, remember that time we all hung out and had a guy's weekend? You should also, definitely send that message. Also, don't invite... What was the guy's name? Well, this is a public-facing podcast, so we'll maybe just kind of leave it. At, okay. We'll kind of leave it We there. all know what we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I, think, I think that's... I think Jesse's I, on the same page okay. with that. Has Je- is Jesse been following our podcast? Is he, is he up to date on our episodes? I'm pretty sure he is. Okay. Well, Jesse, if you haven't heard from me already, which apologies, but he has a baby. I have a baby. He gets it. But this is the formal, like, hey, like, nudge, nudge, wink, wink, let's do the thing. Yeah. Well, I don't have a baby, hence why I got a plane ticket with three, four days' notice and yeah. took it off for the weekend. So that yeah. was fun. But, I mean, all that to say, um, listen, put stuff on the calendar. When you have the opportunity to do something, like, go do it. Yeah. You know? Like, a small... Like day trip, road trip, if that's all you can manage, like do it. You know, no matter where you live, find something interesting. Like, honestly, man, most people, even if you live in a small town, most people haven't even really taken advantage of like all the cool things to do like around where they live, Hmm. you know, geographically. So that's, you know, that's also something to consider. Like, even if you live out in the middle of nowhere, what, I'm sure there's something within one to two hours driving that's probably worth the road trip to go do or go see or something, so. We'll, we'll have to do the, let's do the canoeing thing again. Yeah, yeah, we definitely little, should. A little boys day canoe trip. Yeah. Because Summer's too young to do that, and she's too little. Yeah. <laughs> but we can, we can have, if my wife wants to go, we could have her, uh, have my parents babysit or something. There you go. Yeah. We, I was, I've, I tell people this, and I think it's true, and, and we'll see how practical it is in time, but um, having a daughter is like my old life. Like, what we do now is like my old life with just a couple extra steps. Mm. 
and the occasional, did I tell you Village Pub turned us away the other day? You you told me about yeah, that. So Village, yeah, so there's a few places that won't let us bring it back. So there's that. But yeah. aside from that, point being, at least at her age now, I would like to do all the same stuff we typically do. It's just a couple extra steps to do it. Yeah. And really, that's just make sure we have a backpack with like a change of clothes and a diaper and whatever. And then make sure she's got blankets and shit in her car seat. But mm-hmm. yeah, one of my yeah. clients has an eight year old son and she goes camping with him and they do all sorts of like hiking and outdoorsy stuff. And I want to do that. I want to go, you know, hiking and camping and off roading and. You know, age appropriate, but like I want to go do stuff and I want my daughter to come with me. So like I don't want to be that person or that family that's like, oh, well, you know, not going out, not going to go do stuff. Like, no, I'm doing, I'm going and she's coming with. There you go. She'll be like, when when she can hold her head, she's actually holding her head up pretty well at eight weeks, which is pretty wild. But when she's like really good at it, she'll be in the backpack on my back. We're going, we're Mm -hmm. doing the thing. Yeah, the man. off-roading thing, maybe not, because there's no, the, there's no real safety in the backseat of that truck. Yeah. But 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 that that'll be a few years away. Yeah. But yeah. All right, we're off track. Comparisons, the thief of joy. Yeah. Well, you know, it's just it's just fun. You know, I think one of the other kind of mindsets around like goal setting was this whole idea of just act like the person who you want to be. Yeah. You know, and that's that's kind of like one of these. Just guiding principles, again, that we've talked about, where it's like the more fine a point you put on a goal, like the the smaller the target, like the wider the area of quote-unquote failure. Mm. But if you're like, this is a type of person that I want to be, what would this person do? So something that I've done, you know, now looking back, it's like, you know, I want to be the person who just says yes to Getting opportunities. A front, frontier flight and going out to Denver like four days in advance. Yeah, I, I mean, I you think know, that's cool. Like, I admire that. Yeah, it's like why not? So it's it's more of the why not kind of attitude. That's that's the kind of that's that's the kind of attitude I, I I like to have. And that honestly, like that manifests itself in like for example, training and in business. Yeah, you know, it's like well, why not? Why not do this program? Why not try this exercise? Why not? You know do this video, this type of content? Why not do this podcast? Why not, you know, fill in the blank? I used to, when we were in college, and getting ready to go out, might go out, might not go out. I I used to have this, I'm going to put air quotes around motto, because it's not something that's like written on a wall anywhere. But I used to tell myself, I was like, no good story ever started with that time I stayed home. So. You know something that's really funny? I don't think I ever told you this. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure that was earlier this year. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was over summer. When we, um, I think you and Megan had dinner at Folk and we went out to Rosemary afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Right? So here's a funny story. When you, like, texted me, like, yeah, let's, let's go out. I was in bed. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> That night. You yeah. remember that night? Yeah, you never told me that. Because we ended up meeting um, that gal, what's her name? And then you two were talking about fitness like all night. 
remember that that small group of folks? I remember, but I don't remember what her name was, and I don't remember what we talked about fitness-wise. I think she was a volleyball player or something like that. May have been in a CrossFit. But yeah, I was pumping your tires a little bit. Yeah. And you guys started talking. Well, in any case, anyway, it was a super yeah. fun night. Yeah. But I was this close to being asleep. Oh, wow. When I got your text message, and you were like, yeah, like I'll be out in wow. 30 minutes. And I was like... Buddy, way to rally. And I was like, yeah, yeah, let's, let's go. <laughs> I was like, let's go. We had a good time. We had a great time. Yeah, it was fun. We did have a good time. I, I was, was glad like, that I came out. I was like, yeah, let's go. Yeah. That is way harder to do now because I'm so tired all the time. And also, so I'm glad that I did because I don't think, there's not many of those nights left in me anymore. Yeah. I just literally, I was telling you off air, and this is true, by like 7.30, 8 o'clock at night, I am wiped every single day. Yeah. So like staying up till 10, 11 is just pure adrenaline at that point. Yeah. But yeah, well, it was good. It was a good time. Yeah. All that to say, like obviously in different phases of life, like the, you know, you might just have to schedule your fun a little bit more strategically, you know? You know, the funny thing about, yes, no, to, yes, to that point. Um, and, and it depends too on where we are going or where we want to go. If we need to like drop her off with my parents for like a night or whatever, but like my mom, and I mean, we're in a really lucky place where we have family, lots of family really close by and, and friends. And we've had, um, did you ever meet my friend Marcus and his wife, Abby? Have you met them? I don't think so. A uh, couple that we're really close with, and they don't have children, but um, they have come over to babysit somewhere twice now, and they love it. Love it. So they've come over to babysit and hang out, and, and we call on them. I can ask my parents. So we have people around us. We have a very great support system that makes this infinitely easier. So it's not lost on me that this is a privilege that we have. But yeah, if we want to go camp, if we want to have a weekend away, I could very easily drop the baby off with my parents and it mm. wouldn't be a, a big deal. So at this point though, I'm like, I want her to come with me, depending on what it is. Like camping right. and off-roading is a little bit more dangerous <laughs> at her age now. But yeah, if we want to go to the beach for a week, obviously she's coming with us. Um, I'd like to travel to, I want to go out west. My sister's having a baby in March. So I want to go out west and see them. Maybe, probably not in between Christmas and when she gives birth. It's too much. But like maybe next October, we'll go do the, she lives in Albuquerque. They have this big balloon festival thing. Why not go spend a weekend and do the balloon festival with the, with the baby? Why not? Why not? Put it on so, the calendar, big guy. Put it on a calendar. So yeah, it does require a little bit more planning, but for the most part, I like I've took I took the baby to the park with the dog by myself the other day, and it wasn't that like that's a very simple it sounds simple, but getting an infant into a car seat, car seat into a car with the dog, getting to the park, unloading all of that, putting the infant in the front pack, and being able to walk around the park. It was quite the ordeal, but it was easy. Got it done. There you go, man. Dad I, skills. Dad, I'm learning. I'm learning my dad skills. 
So I think I think you're ready for the white New Balances. You know, I want jean shorts in white New Balances with the half calf socks. I think Megan and I already have my I fanny pack. I think you're ready. I just need a phone clip. His time. <laughs> His time has come. Megan's funny because I keep telling her that I want that. And she's like, I'm not buying. I'm not going to get that for you. So I'm going to get it for me. There you go. I'm going to get my jean shorts and my white New Balances and, and start cutting the, cutting the yard like that. <laughs> and I'm going to tuck my, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to wear a white t-shirt with the sleeves cut off and tuck it into my jean shorts without a belt mm. and have my phone clip on. Love that. God, I'm going to look really good. You're going to be beating them off with a stick. I know. We, uh, are, you can buy the house next door or you can be my next door neighbor if you want. Honestly, don't tempt me with a good time. It's, it's a big house. 2,600 square feet is twice the size of our house. Right next door. <sighs> hey, why not? Why not? But then, again, okay, so that's, that's the one hand. All right, so goals we're, we're for tying... 2023 is Zach buys, my hand, <laughs> buys the house next door. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, cool, man. Yeah, it's it's fun to it's fun to look back on your year and just kind of be like, okay, did I do the things that I wanted to do? Did I take advantage of the opportunities that I had? What could I have done different? And yeah, just take that attitude into the new year. So, you know, again, looking back on this year, uh, it was it was really really good. I mean, it was kind of our obviously. Um, you know, kind of out of pandemic lockdowns, mm -hmm. out of rehab for the leg, um, lots of professional opportunities for workshops, you know, client base is growing slow and steady as you've been enjoying as well, keeping up with building out content, putting out products, keeping up with the podcast mental health, physical health, relationships, checking all those boxes. There's always ways to improve, but looking back, I'm, I'm pretty happy with how 2022 went. Mm -hmm. Some, you know, sometimes you got to think about what year it actually is. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, 23, I th I'm <clears throat> kind of anticipating there's going to be, there's going to be a, if everything goes according to plan, which of course I'm fine if it doesn't, but there's going to be a, a few firsts. There's going to be a few big firsts Whoa. next year. Is that, that a teaser uh, or are you going to tell us? It's a teaser. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's a teaser. It's going to be a few big firsts. Um, but I mean, one thing that we've already talked about is having Dan John come in for mm -hmm. Lithapalooza. That's, that's huge in its own right. And yeah, I've already mentioned making jujitsu a bigger priority, mm -hmm. changing up my training a little bit. Doing your 50-50. Yep, the 50-50 goal. So yeah, lots, lots to be excited about here in the new year. Word. Yeah. I think the only thing that is new, for so fitness-wise right now, lose 20 pounds. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I want to lose 20 pounds. Business-wise, things are growing, so I'm, I'm just going to watch and see what happens. Personally, and this ties back into what we were just talking about, I think I want to try and do a better job of investing in my relationships. I am, um, I'm not a big texter, and I'm not a big caller. Mm. 
Um, I don't do, I could do a better job of checking in on people and seeing how things are going or whatever. I do want to do more travel with the baby, including going to see friends and family or whatever. Friends. My family's here. But yeah, we have friends, you know, in, in Atlanta. We have friends in Charlotte, uh, Jesse in Denver, my sister out in Albuquerque. Do some more travel. I want to go do a lot more camping and outdoorsy stuff. Um, you and I spoke about this probably off air, I think. But we're in a position now where um, Megan and I can do sort of an audit of our values as a as a couple, as a family. What do we What do we want out of our lives with our daughter? And I hadn't really thought about it. Like, I'm into fitness, so fitness is a priority. I like cooking, so nutrition is somewhat of a priority. But, like, what's the kind of family dynamic that I want to cultivate? Mm. I want to be, be outside more than I'm on a screen. And this ties back into so that. I want to invest more in my personal relationships with people. I want to host more friend get-togethers. I want to travel more, or an equal amount that we usually do, but this year has been hard because Megan was so pregnant. So, like, there's a few things that we're kind of like talking about that we want to start exploring and and ingraining in our family life to just be the normal routine, regular, whatever. Um, so, yeah, I'm gonna explore that business and fitness right now, business and working out. Is, is good. Nutrition I can work on. All the personal stuff is the, is the major focus for 2023. Love it. Cool, man. Yeah. Well, you know, certainly as, as I look back, um, you know, you mentioned like being better about maintaining uh, friendships, interpersonal relationships. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can very much relate to all that, you know, but again, I'm lucky that I have a, a friend group where, you know, we, we kind of go through waves of being in tight communication and not, but again, that's also why, you know, when I have the opportunity to visit friends, stay with friends, you know, I always, I always try to take it. So I, I kind of almost have like a, <laughs> I do the same thing with my family too. Like a lot of times I'll go, you know, long periods of time, like without, you know, being in close contact with, you know, family members. But when it comes to like just dropping everything and spending a week, like I'll, I'm doing that, hmm. you know, for, for, for a trip. So not saying that's the best thing for everybody, but um, it's a it's a dynamic that uh, that I like. Obviously, I could I could do better with, you know, being a better caller and texter and all that stuff. I feel like that's kind of a cliche like guy thing to not be good at. Mm. But uh, yeah, I'm very much in the same boat. So again, looking back, when I think about some of my highlights for the year, Andy. You were there for a lot of them. That's true. The Austin trip, the canoe trip, 
The, all those Saturday workouts. All those Saturday workouts. There's a lot of Saturday workouts. All those Monday afternoon podcasts. A lot of, yeah, there's a lot of that. Yeah. A few times going out on the town. Yeah. Yeah. Man, we had a good time. Yeah. Let's keep doing that. For sure. And, um, yeah, I still like the idea. And I like that we haven't quite hit 100 episodes yet. Because I think I'd mentioned I'd like to do something kind of fun, kind of special for 100 episodes. Mm. And maybe I kind of like the idea of doing that, like, after the holidays. Right. Well, we have, like, five... Yeah, it could be weeks ish, six, seven weeks ish before. Could be February. Yeah, which is fine. We have time. Yeah. We have time to figure it out. Yeah. Or, you know, we could have like a little blowout celebration on Liftapalooza weekend. Uh, uh, what weekend is that again? 28th and 29th of January. Okay. Yeah. We'll yeah. be here. Yeah, man. Well, cool, dude. So, dear listener, I hope. You've taken the opportunity to think back on your year, give yourself props for being the type of person that you want to be, and also identifying areas for improvement and change. And, you know, we, we try to, I think, I think this is kind of a good example of how really at the end of the day, our training is a microcosm of life, hmm. or maybe life is a macrocosm of training. However, you want to look through that prism, so to speak. But uh, yeah, man, I'm I'm just as inspired and motivated um, as I've ever been for pretty much everything that I'm doing in my life. Whether that's you know hanging out with friends, family training, creating, you know, all the stuff that I do on the internet, working with clients, training and doing the podcast with you. This is, um, this is a, uh, a really cool life that I'm very grateful for. And honestly, if I could just, <laughs> if I could just maintain half of what I did last year and the next year, I'd be pretty happy with that. So I'm, I'm excited. Well, there you go. Yeah. Me too. It's been a good year. Let's just keep rolling. Three, two, one, roll rolling. rolling. <laughs> With that, this has been Andy and Zach, the A to Z No BS episode, A to Z No BS show, uh-huh. <laughs> episode 95. Thank you so much for listening. Andy, anything else to wrap up with? I was going to say happy holidays. Happy, happy holidays. New Year. Good yeah. luck with everything, and uh, we'll see you in 2023. We'll see you on the flip side. Well, we'll see you another time. We'll see you another time. <laughs>